This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Victory Wednesday. What is up, everybody? Michael Phillips, MP, on the mic. 910 The Fan, 105.1 FM, worldwide on the free Odyssey app. Virginia Tech. Winners last night. VCU winners last night. Double winner Wednesday. Uh, Big, big night at the stew. We'll recount all that. Of course, Craig Hoffman joins us to talk commanders. Mike Svetitz from Front Page Bets with his weekly picks. Your opportunity to win a hotel pen during hotel pen trivia coming up. Before we get to the bottom of the hour in the next 30 minutes, we're going to do it. That's my commitment to you. Uh, but we start at the stew, of course, and we start with a big VCU win last night, 74-67 over Loyola Chicago. Now 4-2 and two in A-10 play, dropped the first two, four in a row since then. Uh, a couple things I want to spotlight before we get to the interviews. Uh, you'll hear from Joe Bamisil in a second, and of course, VCU coach Ryan Odom. But Kwani Kwani uh, was recruited as a tall guy who can shoot three-pointers. And look, it's a it's a small sample size game sometimes. You watch a guy shoot 10 three-pointers. Like if you went to the gym and watched me shoot 10 three-pointers, and we just did that every day with random people, eventually I'd hit like six of them. And that person leave being like, dang, Phillips is a good shooter. All right. Uh, it was the opposite. Kwani missed his first 16 three-point shots here. And you just want to, like, he's played college basketball. He's played big-time college basketball. He knows how to shoot. He knows what's going on here. Uh, what happened? Uh, what's up with this guy? Statistics, though, and, uh, uh, you know, I was told there would be no math here. Statistics do have a way of evening out. Kwani's now shooting 79% in conference play. That's probably also not sustainable. That's a good way to win some basketball games right there. Very strong from Kwani Kwani, uh, who, of course, teamed up with Joe Bamisil to lead them to victory last night. Uh, you know, we talk about the, the, the St. Louis win as kind of a turning point and everything this team could be. Uh, this isn't that. Uh, they'll go back to the drawing board and they'll see some things. They did not close this one out cleanly. Uh, I, I think there's uh, there's plenty at the drawing board there. Uh, there were stretches where it, it wasn't working offensively, and I, I there was, you know, the one weakness for this team. I'll empty out the whole notebook here. The one weakness for this team 
is a big guy who can score, who can post up on him and score. And uh, we saw that in the first half. Credit to them denying the passes, denying the ball in the second half. And that's what it's going to have to be. They don't have a true five who can go bang around down there. That's just not, nobody's coming. You know, uh, Toby's not going to gain 50 pounds tomorrow. Uh, Kwani's not going to gain 100 pounds tomorrow. Uh, you, you just, it, it's not, there's no true five to go bang around with some of these big men in the A-10. It's going to happen on the perimeter, denying the passes, denying the entry. Uh, and they did, a, they did a much better job of that in the second half. And it, it kept them afloat in the A-10 picture. Uh, you know, now uh, nipping at the heels of the Spiders, uh, nipping at the heels of Dayton, some big games coming up. Uh, it, you know, briefly around the A-10 last night, wild night around the A-10 last night, Duquesne beat St. Bonaventure, okay? Here's your double click on that. St. Bonaventure scored 50 points. Uh, VCU's back up there next Tuesday. That was that was a low point for VCU's defense, allowing 89 to St. Bonaventure. They only scored 50 against Duquesne. I don't know if that's a different team or what. Uh, you know, that's a game to circle now, that rematch. Chance for VCU to avenge that one. You've also got St. Joseph's 13-point comeback to win over UMass 78-77. They're keeping themselves in the conversation. We got, you know, we're starting to get to, to sorting time here. Uh, you know, we got uh got six, seven conference games in the book. We're getting to sorting time here. Dayton's still the best. Uh, I think the Spiders are right up there. Spiders have been playing some great basketball. Uh, but VCU, firmly in the conversation, doing what they need to do to stay relevant. JC, you just been you've been itching to hit that microphone button. Last night was producer outing. You and you and Stubb got to go to the stew. Stubb's uh, first VCU game ever. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, your first VCU game in a decade. Yeah. Uh, what what what'd you make of it? I, it was electric. The feeling the feeling in there was so good. Crowd. So good. Good, so, good crowd. So last pure. Night. Good energy. Uh, we were making all the noise. You know. Pep, Pep is helping a lot with making the noise, of course. You're taking credit for the win. You oh, ma- yeah. You, you made it happen. Clearly. There you go. Yeah. You said you said Max Shulga was nervous because he knew I was coming. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell there were some <laughs> nerves early. I think I think they knew. They knew the producers were in the house. Jesse they, was in the house. Stubb was in the house. They didn't want to let you guys down. That's right. And I, I respect mean, that. And I'd, I'd be on my toes. Absolutely. If I were them. Absolutely. But yeah, no. Incredible game. I mean, Joe putting up 25. That's... Go ahead. First VCU player to score 25 in back-to-back games since Jaquan Lewis did it in 2017. After the game, Joe Bamisil chatted with Roddy and Rodney on the VCU post-game show. You heard it right here on 910 The Fan. Here is Joe Bamisil. After the first one goes in, is there something that goes to your mind that says, okay, this is on tonight, and while you can make shots all the time, maybe you have an opportunity to do stuff like you've done the last couple games? Um, I don't really view, like, missing and making shots is just part of basketball. Like, mm-hmm. whether I miss a shot, whether I make a shot, like, when I'm playing basketball, I think I'm on fire. It's like a, sometimes it, it bites me in the butt, but for the most part, it pays off. So just 
stay on fire. Fun to watch you shoot, but that dunk you had coming down the baseline, it looks like you took off and you were ready to dunk, and then you're like, whoa, we got a little little bit farther to go, and you just put on the on the jets right there. Yeah, I, you know, you know, I shoot. A <laughs> you lot know the of- grant. Just so you know, the old grandpa act that you're been pulling off since uh-huh. you've been here that that ain't flying anymore. Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta keep people a little on their toes. You know, sure. I do just like to shoot threes. Um, but occasionally I get reminded that God also blessed me to jump. So I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. I jump Absolutely. When, I jump when I can. Man, that must have been a little extra prayer the way you've been getting up lately. So <laughs> we, how do you feel coming off the bench? Like, do you like that role? And like, hey, we need some offense. 22, let's go in. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's eight points. And we haven't even you know, broken a sweat. Um, I think, like, you know, like basketball is – you know, like people say roles and stuff, but like it's just fun to play basketball. Like, yeah, if you start, if you don't start, you're still playing basketball. So, man. there's Joe Bama still chatting. You heard it right here on nine ten. The fan last night. Uh, interesting comments there at the end, right? That was uh, and maybe touching the third wire there with that question. What do you make of coming off the bench? Look, there's there's too many guys on this team, and uh, there's not enough not enough starting spots. There's only. Only five starting spots on a basketball team. That hasn't changed in a while. And there's guys who deserve them. Uh, but look, I I love what he brings. Uh, he's got he's got that smooth little kick as he finishes his jumper. As he shoots, he did, tries to get the foul, tries to draw the contact, got a little kick with it. Can you imagine if he had just been here for four years? Dude would be a legend by now. Uh, I think he's going to be a fan favorite. He's kind of your new, new David Shriver this year. You can't help but love that infectious personality there, Joe Bamisil. Uh, happy dude, happy to be playing basketball. And uh, yeah, he he did it all, and he drove to the basket, got the and one. Uh, I think that was a big moment in the game, right? We talk about versatility. Joe Bamisil being able to not just hit the threes, but drive, that keeps the defender honest. That's your, that's your basketball equivalent of play action, right? Is he going to drive? If a defender's asking himself that, he's not closing in on Joe when he shoots a three. Uh, I will update, and Awad and I'll talk later. I asked Awad, I said, who do you think the indispensable players on this team are? Because they, they didn't have Zeb Jackson last night. They've, they've played you know, without guys occasionally this year. Who are the guys that, if they're not there in March, you can't win the A-10 tournament? Uh, and he put Shulga on, the li- on his list. I didn't. Uh, I just had one. Bearstow was my one. Uh, I, I think he creates so much of the offense. I can't see them winning an A-10 title without him. I'm expanding the list to two, I think, after last night. This could be reactionary, but I think I'm expanding the list to two. And, of course, it's Joe Bamisil. Uh, I just, if you're going to win a tournament game uh, in, a, in a neutral court up in Brooklyn, you're going to need a guy who can come in and give you 10 in three minutes. Uh, the way he pours it on when he gets hot and he mentioned sometimes that bites me in the butt, right? Like, he he took a heat check shot. He he took one he'll get slapped on the wrist for during film study today. Uh, and you can force it. And you can force it and force your team into a bad situation. But when he's playing smooth, when he's playing to get hot, uh, that's that's what you need, those runs to put teams away to, to demoralize teams. And Joe Bamisil offers that. Uh, and Joe Bamisil... Uh, 25 in back-to-back games. VCU now four and two in A10 play after starting 0 and two. The uh, big mo, the momentum train is rolling down 
Broad Street. Uh, other basketball last night, Sean Padula, late three, right before that TV timeout, helps lift Virginia Tech over Boston College. We'll slide around the rest of the college basketball scene here from Coach Ryan Odom and give away a hotel pen. It's what we do on Wednesdays. You're listening to MP on the mic. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 F. 10-17 on a Wednesday morning. Ton of fun at the Stew last night. VCU grinding out a win over Loyola Chicago. Uh, lots to celebrate about that, of course. Uh, lots to break down. Lots to learn from as well. Not a not a perfect victory. Uh, some cold stretches. Some late game. I don't know. It wasn't ideal. The, the late game wasn't ideal. And I, I continue to wonder... I. It just feels like sometimes the offense, and I don't know, they have a lot of lineups, but it feels like sometimes that offense doesn't play as one. Uh, but certainly you see, and we heard from Joe Bamisil earlier, this is a team that, it, in spite of all they're going through and have gone through, right, you have the weight of the expectations of playing for VCU, you have a brand new roster, a brand new coach, uh, two, two losses out of the gate. Uh, this is a team that does like each other uh, and does seem fun to be around. And I think that'll take you places and that'll help you get through some things. Now, that also creates headaches because you don't have enough minutes for everybody. Uh, but some sometimes that's a good problem. Zeb Jackson gets hurt. You can withstand it. You can still beat Loyola Chicago at home. Uh, the, the big glaring thing for me, and look, I'm not going to be overly critical. That's a big win. That's a big boy win against against a good team that came in. I, I know we were saying it. You know, they they weren't they didn't play a schedule that makes you respect the five and one, but five and one's a number worthy of respect in this year's A ten. Uh and, and they showed that respect. Uh Joe Bamisel right before halftime, by the way. What a play. What a play. I don't know that that changed everything, but that that at least changed the mood in the building going into halftime. Uh that was fantastic. Uh here's Ryan Odom after the game on the physicality uh in the second half. They did a lot better job of denying Loyola those inside looks that were, were so successful for them. Uh, here's VCU coach Ryan Odom on post game with Robbie and Rodney. The second half, it seemed like, hey, be as physical as you want. We're going to match that. Yeah, no question. I mean, we we couldn't shy away, right, from the physicality. I mean, that, we knew that was coming. I mean, they're, they're the number two defensive team in the country in, in guarding twos, right? And so when you drive in there, number one, it's hard to get around them, you know, to drive in there. You need the proper space. And if you have the ball on the ground, you're dribbling it all the time, it's it's really hard to get around them. And uh, they do a great job of putting that physical hand and body pressure on you. And they beat you up, you know, with the way that they play. And we certainly got some fouls and some of that, but it just wears on you, you know, over the course of the game. And, you know, we, we tried to just, you know, we finally found something in the second half where we got some post-ups for Sean and knowing that they were going to come double uh, so he could kick it out and, and certainly made some good plays there. But um, good minutes from a lot of guys. Obviously, Joe was huge. You know, again, tonight, Jay Nell, I thought, you know, did a really good job. Max had a, had a, a, a not typical Max game. I thought they did a really nice job of frustrating him. You know, tonight he's got to be better. Um, you know, firm, obviously, you know, uh, had some good stats here, but he, he can be better than he was from a defensive perspective. Uh, Toby obviously got in foul trouble. Kwani was big. Um, Sean was big, you know, for sure. You know, he, he mentioned they paid the price inside. Uh, you don't usually see fouls stack up like that. Toby fouled out, uh, and then uh, it was uh, Furman was playing with four. 
down the stretch. They they paid the price for for doing what they needed to do. Uh, that's that's the one area where you say you know they they're having to work extra hard. They've got I'll put these guards up against anybody in the league. Maybe not Dayton, but anybody else in the league. I uh, you know, we saw that in LaSalle. LaSalle's got great guards. These guards are better. Uh, these guys are versatile. Don't have that true five though. Toby Lawal, Christian Furman, they they did their best though in the second half, denied those entry passes, did their thing. All right, it's it's a Wednesday. Uh, I want to get right to this because sometimes we stall and we miss this. Um, but it is uh, it's my favorite time of the week. Uh, it's hotel pin trivia time. Let's go. It's time to compete for the most prestigious prize in local radio. If you want to play, call in now at 833-804-0910. It's time for Hotel Pet Trivia with MP on the mic. Oh, it's my favorite time of the week, Mike. Yeah, when we started off, we didn't have, like, you know, in radio, then we had giveaways and promotions and stuff. We didn't have any of that because when, when we started here in September... Uh, and thank you for hanging with us for the for these four months. It's been a ton of fun. I'm having a ton of fun doing this. Yes, when indeed. we started, we didn't have you know a, a, the Odyssey behind us, and you know we since then we've given out VCU tickets, we've given out you know Parney tickets, we've done all the, we're doing the, the official radio things. But I love to come back to this every now and then. So oh, yeah. so here's the deal: we 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 th- what can we do? We don't have a budget. We don't have things. Uh, we're just kind of giving away anything that's not bolted down. So today, <laughs> uh, in addition to the hotel pen. Uh, you'll win a pack of Topps Major League Leader Super Glossy Baseball Cards from 1986. Uh, 1986 baseball cards made and printed in the USA. Oh, yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows what you'll get? By the way, great time to point out uh, our guy Billy Wagner got stiffed yesterday. Five votes short of the Hall of Fame. Uh, one more year. Uh, mm. Maybe maybe five fewer curmudgeons will be sent ballots next year. Yeah. And maybe five more... <laughs> You know, people who understand the role of relief pitching in baseball will receive ballots. Uh, we'll get this guy in the Hall of Fame next well, year. As you said, he w- he was staying away from his phone yesterday he knew. anyway. He was he knew. like, I don't want to know. He knew. Uh, yeah. Next year's the big one, though. Next year's the last one. If he doesn't get in, he's off the ballot. We're pulling for you, Billy. Uh, we're pulling for Billy Wagner. Good guy, local guy. Time to get that guy in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we've been doing VCU all show, though. So let's do VCU basketball trivia. VCU basketball has been a part of four different conferences. Uh, and I want to know how many of them have they won the men's basketball title in? Uh, call in if you know the answer, 833-804-0910. That number, 833-804-0910. You win a pin from a hotel I've been at. We'll have more pins because we're going to the Super Bowl. AWOD's going to have some Luxor pins. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, yeah, I'll be at Mandalay, I think, uh, Mandalay Bay. Uh, still sorting that out. I'm a last-minute guy. I'm not. I'm not a planner. Uh, those of you who know me know. I like. We're gonna plan a great show. We're gonna have a great week of shows from the Super Bowl. But we're. Uh, I'm not like a hotel planner. I'll. I'll jump in last second. Grab something. Uh, grab something fun. Hopefully close to the action. We'll have some. We'll have fun down there. The Vegas shows. Uh, I'm gonna miss uh, VCU Dayton though, which is a bit of a bummer. Uh, so the number eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. Uh, the the question is, oh, you, you want to give the question? We got a caller who didn't hear the question. They just called in preemptively. You can ask the question. Uh, go ahead. It, it, jump jump the gun. Yeah. How many how many how many different conferences has VCU won? They can't hear me. They can't hear me right now. They can only hear you. This is all on you, Josh. A lot riding on this. Uh, you know they've won the A ten. 
Uh, you know, you probably know they've won the CAA if you're if you're a listener. Uh, but they've been in two other conferences. Uh, they've been in the Sun Belt Conference and the Metro Conference. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see if anybody can dial. I love that they jumped the gun. That was because uh, when we talk, they don't hear it for a little while. Right, that's true. Out there in the world. We've got the pre-delay. We've got the delay. So he came He came on there half-cocked. He was like, I'm, I know there's a trivia question, I but love I wanted it. to... <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. That's fantastic. Phone lines are um, still open, folks. Uh, before we get to Mike Sveditz on the other side, I want to I wanna, um, play the Boomer Esiason clip. Uh, Boomer is on CBS Sports Radio in the mornings. We're a CBS Radio affiliate, but you hear the junkies here. Um, look, there's... There's journalism and there's radio and, and you know, I've been on both sides of it and, you know, information, all that. And people ask me, who's the new commander's coach going to be? That's what everybody asks me every week. I say, it's, it's going to be Ben Johnson. And But you, you can't say that until there's a signed contract. But uh, maybe this from Boomer Esiason will, uh, will put you at ease a little bit. I'll tell you who the best coach available is to make him the best player he can be. His name is Ben Johnson. He's the offense coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Never runs, been a head coach, though. I know. Runs an unbelievable offense. But he's going to be the head coach of the commanders. I told you that. So you're telling me that's that's a lock. Yeah. Head coach of the commanders. Yes. Ben Johnson. Yes. Grain of salt spot? Nope. Lock spot. Lock spot. Lock spot. Lock spot. Lock it down. Now that, right, so information. There's reported information and there's radio guys making guarantees like, you know, you, you, Ravens are going to win on Sunday. Lock it. Super lock it. Um, and this is somewhere in the middle, right? Boomer's a connected guy. He hears what we're all hearing, which is Ben Johnson wants to be the coach of the commanders and the commanders want him to be their coach. Uh, nothing's written down because nothing can be written down. And the reason I don't go that hard is what if Belichick falls through in Atlanta, right? The whole thing, that changes everything. You, you play musical chairs again. Nothing's certain until it's certain. But I feel pretty good Ben Johnson's going to be the next coach of the Commanders. And maybe here in Boomer, a trusted voice in radio. And our CBS friend uh, will put your mind at ease. Mike Sveditz on the other side. Get you ready for a big weekend of the NFL. We'll come back here. More Ryan Odom later in the show. Don't you worry about that. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1. FM. Mike Savetis of Front Page Bets breaks down this week's lines and action in college and pro football. Mike, what is up, dude? What's up, Michael? How you doing, bud? I feel great. Um, get to see you tonight, which I'm excited about in real live person, uh, which is great. And we got a great slate of football on tap this week. Uh, I know your I know your bucks aren't in it anymore. Uh, but I, I thought it was a, a valiant effort. Uh, I, I don't like you tell me if you're frustrated by that one. I, I think that was like the Houston crowd. You just say, yeah, it, it was our time to bow out. Good season. Yeah, I think, you know, compared to what, what how the season started and, and how, how they weren't even picked to finish in the top two in the in the South. I think the Buccaneers, you know, I think Baker Mayfield showed a lot of just toughness and, you know, but again, it's kind of disappointing, right? Because you don't ever, just like any team, you know, maybe you're not supposed to do something. Then you start winning and you got a chance and they had a chance to win that game. They had a, they had a lot of chances to win that game. And with the talent that they have around them, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, 
Um, you know, they weren't able to run the football till later in the year. I think Rashad White is is very underrated. I think next year he'll 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 a lot of people will see him coming. But I, I feel like it was just one of those those uh, those instances where you get so close, and you know what ifs and shoulda coulda wouldas. But you know what they say about all those things, and and I think it's for the Buccaneers to win five out of the last six in the regular season just to get in the playoffs was pretty good. I think um, you know you can make a lot about should they have called timeout there when the line spiked the ball or snapped the ball early. You'd like to see them go down swinging with that. You know, it probably would have been twelve seconds left on the clock. Maybe they make a field goal. Maybe they don't. But uh, you know, I think and you know my brothers and I were texting. It's funny because they go for two there, down by two scores. They go for two on the first touchdown. Uh, if they get that, they score a touchdown, the, the extra point wins it. My brothers, you know, didn't really like that call, but, you know, what are you going to do? They don't like a lot of things either. I'm done explaining the math to people. The math adds up. Right. Uh, I'm done explaining to people that that's, that's the right call, and if you, if you can't come on board at this point, you're not coming on board. All right, so you, you and I have both been on the sidelines during football games, and that's what I was thinking about during those final seconds because the coach is, like, tethered into his headset and there's a lot going on. When the game is over... Yeah. Everybody gets untethered and releases, right? The coaches go to the elevator to come down to the locker room, the ones who are up top. The head coach is now no, ha, doesn't have anybody in his ear. And the Lions, if they had kneeled properly, would have ended the game. And so I think everybody assumed they did and they, they disconnected. It's it, like you would never tell a coach, like, stay tethered in in case they botch the kneel down, but they botched the kneel down. And, and like, on one hand, I get, you know, there was nobody in his ear to tell him that because those people had left. On the other hand, what a weird situation. And, and yeah, you could have forced, a, if nothing else, just a weird quirk of a finish in a playoff game. Yeah, nobody nobody you know watches the kneel down except if you're playing the Miami Hurricanes, right? They, they <laughs> but I think the – yeah, you know – Again, that 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 end of the game, you would have liked to pressure. You always want to make them take as many snaps as possible, right? You never want to concede anything. But I think you're right. I think it was just nobody saw it, and nobody knew about it until it didn't seem like, you know, that wasn't what people were talking about right after the game. It was kind of like that, you know, 2020 hindsight Monday morning quarterback situation where, like, oh, wait, they snapped it too early. And then you got all the guys coming out of the woodwork saying, oh, yeah, well, they should have, could have, would have. I think, you know, again, it they didn't win the game when they should have won the game, and and you like to see it extend, but you can understand why it didn't. Everybody who needs to be paying attention isn't paying attention in that moment because even the journalists, we we are in the elevator too, going down yeah. to interview players because the game is over. Uh, it's it's a weird, Absolutely. you know, you you've landed on the elevator before, and somebody's been like, "What'd you make of that?" And you'd be like, "What? I was on an elevator." Yeah. I'll never forget the national championship game in 2013. Uh, the end of the 2013 season, so it's been 2014. The Auburn's playing Florida State. Jameis Winston, his Heisman Trophy year. The 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 t- Auburn just scores to take like a two touchdown lead or a ten point lead. We all go down thinking it's over. There's four minutes left, and this was back in the day where you went down before the game was over, so you could be on the field, interview players, because you know you're up against deadlines. So you want to get as many you know things as you can. And we're in the elevator coming down. By the time we get on the field. It's a three-point game. Woo. Florida State had taken the kickoff back. So you're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> you know. So, yeah, there's plenty of moments that you miss there. And obviously nowadays with the immediacy, social media and getting it up, a lot of guys stay in the box until, until you know, triple zeros. But, again, you're, you're, you're playing the percentages thinking, oh, man, this game's over. I got to get – because I got my job to do now 
if you're a media member and your coach, you don't want to be stuck in, you don't want to be stuck with the, with slumming it down with the media members. You want to get out of the box early if you're a coach because you definitely don't want to be in, in the elevator with a media guy with a microphone in your face. It's true. It's true. Uh, Mike Svetis joins us from Front Page Bets. The um, the year they fired Jay Gruden, um, they fired him right before a game against the Miami Dolphins, who were tanking that year. You remember this? This was the one that the lawsuit was filed yeah. about. They were openly tanking, uh, and, and so they installed Bill Callahan into a week where they're essentially guaranteed to win. They go up. They're up fourteen with two minutes left, and the Dolphins let their backup quarterback play, and it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. And he scores a touchdown. They they get the ball back, and it, essentially it was the same thing. I got on the elevator. Commander's up fourteen, and now I'm on the sideline, and everybody's getting a little tight and tense. You're like, oh, like you know, you're down here to like document new coach gets first win, and all of a sudden everybody gets very uneasy about the state of yeah. things. Because uh, if if you lose the game, they they specifically teed you up to win. It's going to be a long rest of the season from there. Uh, Mike Svetitz, frontpagebets.com. We love having him on on Wednesdays. Um, I, I guess I'm most intrigued by Chiefs-Ravens. Uh, you know I'm a Chiefs guy. I ride with them. But I, I just the Ravens have been so good against good teams this year. The line opened at 3.5, I said. I don't think so. I think that's a, ra- that, that's a Ravens pick for me. Um, but it hasn't really moved uh, for it some places. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes mystique is strong for sure. Uh, how are you reading this one? Yeah, I saw last night it, at a couple of books it did move to four. We're, we were so seeing, you're, you're we're seeing it in. Okay, yeah. yeah, what do we know? What do they know that we don't? But, you know, I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. They've proven that. They've beaten the 49ers, which I think are the best team in, in all of football. You know, they beat them pretty handily. I think the Ravens, they, they, they kind of got that, you know, They've, they've broken through losing those games that they should have won with, with you know, Lamar Jackson. If you look at his playoff history, you know, he takes them as a one seed his, his, his sophomore year in the league, and they lose games they're not supposed to. So I think they've got – they're starting to click. Now you got guys getting healthy. And I think the Chiefs, again, you got Patrick Mahomes, which you never can count out. He's never not played in an AFC championship game in his career as a starter, which is unfathomable to me. But I, I think the luck's going to run out. I think I think you're playing a good defense. You're on the road again if you're Kansas City. Uh, you know I think Lamar. This is a team. He's an MVP. You know it's 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 going to be a good game. Now four three and a half. I'm, I, I I my picks yesterday when I dropped my video. I took the Ravens three and a half. I don't know if I'll take them four, but I like I, I like them minus three and a half. I just think I think that this is their year. They come out and and Kansas City we've seen has shown a lot of holes. And I think the Ravens exploit those. You know, you also have that factor. of They're, they're coming off the, just such a big game in Buffalo Sunday night. You know, so much riding on that for both teams. And the Ravens, not that they overlooked the Texans, but they, they, they turned it on in the second half and cruised by them, got the extra day of rest. I don't know. I, I like the Ravens a lot in, in this one is my early, uh, my early lean. Uh, other game, as uh, Mike Sveditz joins us to break down the NFL action, frontpagebets.com is the site if you want to watch Mike's videos, uh, get information. And, uh, uh, yeah, I saw uh, today, by the way, the sidebar, uh, sports betting coming to North Carolina on March 11th. So I know you'll be, uh, you'll be all over that as I tee you up for Lions Niners. Absolutely, yeah. Launching in North Carolina, I think it'll be the 38th most uh, legal state, including the District of Columbia. So big, big, big opportunity there for our friends south of the border here from Virginia. But yeah, Lions 49ers, 
I really like the 49ers. Like I said, I really like this Lions team too. I, I again, it, it, it's a scrappy Dan Campbell, you know, punch in the mouth, go for it all the time on fourth down. I love the Jared Goff story. I really like their skill position players. Their defense is good. I just think the 49ers are a better team. Now, are they seven points better? I don't know. I got the Lions plus seven here in this one. Now, the Lions, I just saw this this morning. Their last 10 out of the last 12 games, or at least their, in their 10 games that they've played, they've all been indoors. They haven't played outside in almost two months. So this is going to be interesting how they play these games in, in San Francisco. Now, again, it's not Buffalo. It's not Kansas City. It's not a place where, you know, it's going to be, you know, minus 20 wind chill. Uh, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how they how they play outdoors with all the pre- – but, you know, there's really no pressure on them. You know, this is house money that they're playing. All the pressure's on San Francisco. You know, you hear a lot about Purdy. Oh, he's the check down master. But, again, the guy wins football games. If they can get Debo Samuel healthy, I haven't seen the latest report on him. I think I think the 49ers win this game. Now that they win it by seven, I don't think so. Yeah, I like getting seven in a game between two good teams. That's a great stat on them not playing outdoors in two months. Uh, kickoff temperature 63 in Santa Clara on Sunday night, so uh, probably not. Uh, not a huge factor there, but I love the stat. Always love having you on, Mike. Uh, Mike Sveditz, visit frontpagebets.com. That's the site, and we'll uh, catch you soon. All right, thanks, Michael. See you soon, buddy. All right, off he goes. We're back with more after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. (music) Haven't done a ton of Commander's Talk uh, today. We'll rectify that in the 11 o'clock hour. Talk to Craig Hoffman here in a few minutes uh, about the coaching search, everything going on there. Reason we haven't talked Commanders, though, because it was a big night last night. VCU winners over Loyola Chicago, four in a row now in A-10 play. Stu was rocking. We were there. We'll get to that in a second. Virginia Tech winners over Boston College, 76-71. Fighting and clawing. Fighting and clawing and scrapping. It's what the Hokies do. Uh, It wasn't easy. It's never easy for them. Uh, But certainly NCAA still in sight. Uh, their, Their net will go up, I'm sure. See if you can... Get that into the top 40, trying to crack that that space where people are talking about you here. Tonight, big game. NC State heads to UVA, rematch of one. The Cavaliers dropped uh, as as they drop road games. That's been a, a trend for them. They're at home, a little home cooking. See if that pays off for them. And we updated you. Uh, yesterday, I made my impla- impassioned final plea for Billy Wagner to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll have to do that again next year. He fell five votes Short, while we're talking baseball, shout out to our guy Parney, uh, 76 days until the home opener. Uh, today's a baseball day. Today feels good out there. Oh, man. Weather's getting good. Uh, but, JC, uh, we let you out of the cage last night. Yes, uh, we went to the Siegel Center. Uh, <laughs> shout, out to, uh, shout out to VCU for taking care of us. Uh, Stubb, Awan's producer, was there. Uh, my guy was there. This was your first VCU basketball game in a decade. Uh, yeah. give, give me your uh, – give me. well, first off, before we do that, uh, we went out. We went out to curbside after. I uh, had some beverages. Had a great time uh, chatting all things VCU. Uh, my guy shows up this morning in in the studio. He brought me <laughs> not just a Gatorade, but the rapid rehydration Gatorade. So we I don't know, if, you, baby. I don't know if you were seeing <laughs> signs yesterday that I needed that, uh, but it, but it's appreciated. Uh, and uh, you, you're taking care of your guy. I like that. That's good producer work. Thank you. A little you. hydration never goes unthanked. Right? A little, little hydration. Yeah. Uh, we're all thankful for that. I, those of you who have been listening all week, 
Uh, I lost my voice over the weekend. We're, we're fighting through these shows, but I think we're winning. Fighting and winning. I think you sound fresh. I've, I think you sound nice and crisp. Win will do that. Everybody sounds better after a win. Um, good spirits. The Gatorade here. tastes better. Uh, that's what winning does to you. Uh, but give me your impressions of the, of the stew. You haven't been there in a decade. Oh, man. Just, I mean, I don't want to say... I don't want to say too much to sound like a kid in a candy store. Sound like I, a kid I in a was. candy store. Yeah, you, you, I was. You, you don't hold back. The lights, the sounds, the you know, the it, it looks completely different from 10 years ago, as people who have been here the whole time know. So, yeah, no, it was crazy difference to, to walk back in there to a completely different um, center. I don't think I appreciated how into the game you were going to get. Now we we do we do bits about your sports knowledge, but I know I know you're you're a fan, but you were you were living and dying with it. You you were I mean you were egging the boys on to victory. You guys don't realize I used to produce play by play basketball. This is big to me. Stubb, what do you think? Wait, is basketball your number one? If we're doing sports, because because Stubb and I did sports rankings last night. We did, and we agreed. Like this is not. I'm just going to say this on the air because this is what I think. If I'm ranking the big four, basketball is actually my number four. Um, not to say I don't enjoy it, but I, I enjoy Now I grew up with baseball. I'll, I'll forever be a baseball guy. Right. I've been around football for a long time. I have a, a deep appreciation of that. Uh, and hockey's so fun to watch live. Uh, oh, yeah. I, you know, soccer's, it's a, like I just didn't grow up in the soccer generation. I know that you kids these days are into <laughs> soccer. I just didn't grow up in that generation. But it, is basketball your number one? As as far as spectator sports go, I mean, I just I know so much about it yeah. after after producing it for such a long time and what to look for, what to get excited for, yeah, um, what to be afraid of, and we definitely had some clincher moments. I mean, the whole game was a clincher. For be if we're being honest, it was a tit for tat. Your the word you said was clincher, but I I think you you left off a word in butt clenching. Is that oh. what we were? <laughs> Sure. Clench. <laughs> clench, not clinch. We gotta hit it on the head if we're gonna were, hit it. Yeah, it was yeah. a butt clincher. Is that that's what you were that's what you were saying. Are it you gets saying tight. clincher or are you saying clencher? He, he's at it's he's using an I, not an E. It's a different word. It doesn't mean what he thinks it means. <laughs> this isn't a spelling bee, but we are gonna have to insist on accuracy in this particular instance. You keep All using right, that are word. you one of those people? I don't that think says, it means what you think it means. <laughs> Alright, do you say penguin? Do you say do you say pen when you're holding this. A, a pen? We've you all say pen. We've a all pen. got words we say funky like that. What, that's, wait, what did you just say? Look, it's I a pen. I mean, I pen. Look, I talked to like I am from Virginia. <laughs> you're just saying the, the entire wrong word. This isn't about pronunciation. <laughs> Y'all that's what we're going. But you, you brought you brought treats, so I can't make fun of you too much here. But before we get, I to wouldn't the make fun of me at all because I can keep these peanut butter cups, Michael. You brought some homemade peanut butter <laughs> cups, and uh, look, I mean, nobody goes further to show his appreciation for for a producer night out than our guy JC. Uh, which, which I which is cool. I did Stop. not bring any snacks for Awad. I did not realize that was uh, kosher. Oh, it, for it, a night out, I, I had not been informed. No, I I think it's above and beyond. I don't think you'll be. I don't I think you'll you be deducted there. any points. Okay, I, I just I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Um, I, I want to talk about your guy though. <laughs> okay, uh, he ordered wings last night at curbside. Oh man, and he did something I've never seen before in my life. Crazy. The waitress said, "Would you like ranch or blue cheese?" And he said, "No." I think I heard him say, "I'll just take more buffalo." He wanted more buffalo. He wanted sauce. more like like maybe um, like another cup buffalo. of buffalo sauce. I'm a strong opinions guy. Uh, I'm a blue cheese guy to to the death. Uh, I kind of like if I'm ranking respect levels, 
I think I respect the no more than I respect the ranch. Um, maybe it's because it was new and novel, but like <laughs> lay on the buffalo. And the, the wings are good over there. They hit. I, I'm not against it. I've, I've given it some thought. I'm not against it. I'm not against it either. I, I, I really like sometimes if I get something spicy, I want the ranch as like a reset for yeah. me. Like that, and I think that's fine. But if, if it's just kind of like, you can, a, like a mild, and you can think that's fine, you can be wrong. I'll let you do that. that <laughs> it's my gift to you this morning. Uh, we're gonna munch on some treats. Uh, we're gonna oh, get man. some commanders talk in the books here at eleven o'clock. Craig Hoffman joins the program, and then you'll hear more from Ryan Odom, Joe Bamisil, et cetera. We got another hour of radio. We're having fun. It's a Wednesday morning. You're listening to nine ten The Fan now, one hundred five one FM. Eleven forty-eight. One segment to go. AWOD Radio takes over at noon. Grant and Danny will drive you home on the fan. Grant pulling double duty. He was uh, he was on the junks for a little while this morning as well. The uh, the morning oil and the evening oil burning it all today. Grant Paulson. Now I wanted look. I wanted to wait until uh, the afternoon team was in the studio. Uh, AWOD's here and uh, Stubb is here. Uh, to look, I think AWOD is the number one. Stub hyper producer hyper it here. Like I'll admit, sometimes I don't give you your props as much as AY gives Stub his props. Yeah. Uh we had a great night last night though. We all went to the stew. We had a producer outing. I come in today and my guy got me a Gatorade Ooh. with electrolytes uh and homemade chocolates. No way. Uh yeah, they're they're not here because they were delicious. Courtesy of my aunt. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, the homemade chocolate and peanut butter. And I got news for you. I would have done that regardless if we had gone to a game last night. I'm j- I'm just that nice. It it, it was a strong <laughs> producer showing. JC, you got any extras? Because I am a bit hungover. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the electrolyte beverages? Yeah. No, I do not. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I didn't think to get it for everybody because I thought... I thought you I, guys have plenty of time before let, you get here, right? Yeah, it, it's noon. <laughs> it's noon. Let's make uh, let's make reasonable assumptions here. All right, this is Crosstalk with A1. Two hosts enter. Let's get it on right now, all right? Two hosts will also leave, but in between, all bets are off. This is Crosstalk with MP and AWOD. Okay, okay, let's get this show on the road. Hey, wants here, Stubbs here, JC is here. It was a fantastic night. I went over to curbside for some victory beverages. Yes. Uh, I, I think everybody's feeling great about what what we said. Oh, no, no you, you're thinking like feeling great right now. Yeah. Everybody's not feeling <laughs> not, great right not now. Not feeling that great right Everybody now. Everybody's not feeling but, great right you know. now. You got noon to three, buddy. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. I made it through today fine. In Vegas, my show's going to start at 7 a.m. Yeah. That's uh that's a situation potentially. Uh, it, it is it's a major situation. It's a major situation. I think there's going to be one night in Vegas where one of us does not. I got to roll straight into yeah. it. Um what I know is Radio Row is open 24/7. Oh. You can go in, you, you know, they they have security we can go station in at there. 5 a.m. You can go set in up five, and prep up. Go straight there. Uh yeah. I haven't attempted that maneuver in a while, but uh, you're you're right. Sometimes the nights can go long and you got to be ready. Let- have you been to Hakkasan? Um, that is where the Caps had their Stanley Cup yeah. party after winning it all. Yeah. Uh, one of one of my all time nights in Vegas. Oh, you were there for that? I was there. Yeah, that we. I want to go to Hakkasan. Yeah, that, that I want to be able to say I've been to Hakkasan. Uh, it's very famous. Um, look, I'm not a club guy, 
So I was there that night because everybody else was there and the Stanley Cup was there. Yeah. And, of course, it was a great time. I'm normally not a, a club guy, you know, the DJ, that scene. Uh, but, but yes, that is, that is of course the place to be. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got to hit that up. There you go. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm more like, I'm, I got to play some poker, eat some good food. Um, Ooh, that's what I'm, we're going to do some dinner bits. Me, you, you afternoon guy in DC. What, what's your, uh, what's your buffet tolerance? Well, what a question. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, w- I wasn't thinking buffet. I, I wasn't thinking buffet. Are you thinking buffet? Not a buffet guy. It's okay. You don't have to be a buffet yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm not really a buffet guy. I, unless it's Indian food buffet. Oh, Love that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. My there mom and I used to do that. Like lunch, just crush, is, you know, three plates, basically. What, uh, a couple of visits ago, I was there with, uh, I was still working for the paper and like our, our hedge fund owners were there, like the big, big wigs. Yeah. They took us all out to the buffet at Caesar's Palace, which is... The buffet. It's seventy dollars. What? It's seventy dollars for all you can eat. <laughs> Crab legs. Oh, like prime rib. Every oysters. Everything. So that's what you want to do. You name it, they make. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that. Like, I don't know that I want to drop seventy yeah. on that, and I don't know that I want to feel the way I feel after that. Uh, those point. are two two potential but the downsides thing is, is here. If we just go for like a nice meal, it's probably going to cost us sixty. But then, but then you feel better afterward. You move into the night. I know where GP wants to take us. Oh, where's that? Yardbird. Yes, yeah. That, he's been talking about that place that, for that's, a while. That's his spot. Now he, they're known for fried chicken, right? Yep. That, yeah. Yep. I'm all on board. He gets really mad when I say that. By the way, we were up in the press box talking about this before Commanders Cowboys, and uh, we, uh, we were talking about Yardbird, and uh, somebody says, "What's Yardbird?" I said, "It's a fried chicken restaurant." He got really mad. He said, it's a great American restaurant. They have, they have so many great things, and they have he's like, like, like mozzarella sticks and meatloaf and like you know steaks and like it's not just a fried chicken restaurant. I was like, "Okay, Grant, you know what? What are you going to get? We well, got to get the chicken." Yeah, okay. and the French uh, fries, right? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so 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 it's a fried chicken restaurant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, curbside hit the spot last night. Though. Yeah, that was a good good post game spot. A lot of juice. A lot of people excited. I, that's what I like about the 7 o'clock game. Like, 9 o'clock game, I know you make it work. I don't always make it work. Sometimes I just go home after the 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. 7 o'clock, though, plenty of time to really savor the win, even on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. No, it was a great night. I, I kept thinking, is Ryan Odom going to show up at curbside? Is Ryan Odom going to show up at curbside? That's what I was hoping for last night because uh, I've heard that uh, that's a place that he likes to go after wins. It, it, if you were to ask Ryan Odom... Rate that game, your team's performance, one to ten. What do you think he would say? Seven. I uh, yeah, that's I was thinking six or seven. Yeah, I mean it got a little sloppy there was, the, down the stretch there. Um, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, and, and there were parts of the first half that were not pretty. You know, we we go on these scoring droughts at times this year where we're playing really good, we're up by six, and then all of a sudden we're down by two, and it's like what just happened? Yeah, they, and sometimes even last night there were. They hit a three, everybody goes wild, and before you can even react, there's a three the other way. Yeah, the the transition isn't always there. The the, the denying the passes inside that was big in the second half, obviously. Joe Bamisil, though, I mean, send that guy to Brooklyn. Yeah, if if he can get hot like that in a tournament atmosphere, we're talking about a team that can do whatever it wants to do. Oh yeah, and we, if he gets cold in a tournament atmosphere, we're talking about a team that could send you back down ninety five really quickly. <laughs> it's a big swing. It's a big swing. That's what we've got here. Have you heard Joe Bamisil's quotes? I think it was to Robbie Robinson after the game. It's unbelievable. I think he said, when I shoot the ball, 
after after I release the ball, it's in God's will, so I'm not affected by the outcome. It, it doesn't bother me. Is that the coolest thing? It ever? doesn't bother me. I'm it, not affected by the outcome. If it's in, if it's in or out, it doesn't bother me either way. Yeah, it, just keep shooting, baby. Uh, we played that interview uh, earlier today. Yeah. Uh, great, great interview. Uh, I got jazz hands over there. Jazz hands telling me to give this thing over to you. Apparently, you get to do a show today too. I Bummer. guess I do. All right, he gave me a Gatorade. I better follow his directions. We'll be back tomorrow. This is nine ten. The fan at one zero five one FM. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t